Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, we're back with part two of the Scobro Show. I am Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And with me, as always, is my big brother, Rich. How are you feeling, Rich? I'm feeling kind of... You feeling... feeling, feeling kind I I'm feeling nice Pudgy. and toasty. It was it was a nice day here. Oh yeah, it was a nice day I'm ready, here. Too. I'm ready for some spring. I mean, was it was it last Thursday where where we had snow? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> you know, where we went from nice weather to snow to nice weather. Thursday night to yeah. Friday morning, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so here we are. We've gone through the eight positions we. We predict the Steelers will take in the upcoming draft. We're going to come back to this and um, after the draft and see how we did. But uh, but but this was kind of fun. So let's run through in no particular order. Yours went um, center, tackle slash guard. If it's someone who could play guard, that would be good too. Cornerback, outside linebacker, running back, inside linebacker, safety, and quarterback. Correct. All right. And then for me, I had corner. I, I split mine up in offense, defense, not corner. Center, offensive tackle, running back, tight end, outside linebacker, outside linebacker, inside linebacker, and cornerback is what I is how I think the Steelers will go. Now, they could always use some of their draft capital and trade up. They could also gain some more tra- draft capital by trading down. And Unfortunately, for some of the positions in need for the Steelers right now, it feels like they're kind of not picking in the right spot for the best people. You know what I mean? The worst thing is when you've got, you know, 
where the best player at the position of, of, of your one of your biggest positions of need if they're sitting there at at as at number 45 on your on your big board because you know or, or 40 between 40 and 45 because because taking them at 24 is a reach and getting them to 55 is tough. That's the biggest thing I find when I try to run mock drafts. There's guys that I like that I'm like, but not in the first round, but they don't make it to the second round. So it's really tough. Do you think this could be a year that the Steelers trade back? Um, yeah, very possibly. I could see them trading back in the first round. Believe it or not, still take a first round pick, but trade back. I don't know. Five up to five spots or something and pick up an extra pick somewhere. I've got an even better idea or, or trade back and or trade back to the beginning part of the round two mm-hmm. and pick up multiple picks. My idea. Now, sometimes you get the multiple picks to then that whether you do this all in one move or in two different moves, I don't I don't want the mo- I don't want the added picks, although I know some people are like they have so many needs. I wouldn't mind if the Steelers traded, let's let's say you find the right partner where you trade back five spots in the first round, but they have an they have a different pick in the second round, and you're able to trade and you just swap out to move up eight or ten spots in the second round. You know what I'm saying? Where you yeah. don't actually gain an additional pick, but you drop down in the first. But yet you and move up in the second. In I was second. looking. I was trying to find something like that. I think. I think maybe Jacksonville was one of those teams because they have so many different picks. But at the same time, they um, they because they have so many picks, they don't really need to make the move, you know. Yeah. But they were a team I was looking at where it would be possible. So it just just an awful lot of fun to think about that. I I wouldn't mind the Steelers moving around and not even gaining picks. Just, you know, I would, I would much rather, I mean, would you rather have the 24th and the 55 or would you rather have the 29th and the 45? Right. I would actually kind of like scenario number two for me. Um. So speaking of picks 45 or picks 55, we put so much emphasis on that day one pick, but then you got two more rounds in day two. So when all in all, you've got three picks that the Steelers are scheduled to make between Thursday and Friday. Maybe we should do this for fun out of your eight. What are your, what are your three day, day one and day two picks? I didn't give you a heads up on this one. So this is you having to come up with it at the last second. I thought you were going to ask me what position. I thought we were going to go similar before. You're going to say, oh, what positions could you see going in round two I, and uh, round I, three? I could, but then I thought this might be a little bit more fun. Five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought this might be throw, – throw you throw you a curveball here, bro, and see, see if you can see, do that. No, but see, that's not a fair question. Okay. Because okay. because what they do in round one completely changes. It will completely they, change what would happen go, in two and three. If they okay, well, here it doesn't have to be your only pick. Just give me one scenario. Okay, let's do multiple ones. Okay, okay. let's come up with one that they that they'll go this this and this is their top three. Okay, okay, they could go uh, running back, um, 
center, and edge rusher. Okay. I think someone just put that in the live chat. Did they? <laughs> the, uh, Sherry Richards from on Facebook. Yes, she did. Uh, running back, center, and edge. Okay. I'm going to say let's go tackle running right. back center. Let's go off all offense. Uh, that was one I almost said and as well. All running <laughs> game. About that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thought about that. Okay. Do you got another one you want to do? Yeah, because I'll just, you know, because it just, you never know. It could happen. You could go something like quarterback, tackle, Mm -hmm. and then probably edge rusher again. And and edge again. Ooh, look at that one. Okay. Ah, That's, 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 that's interesting. I'm going to go. Inside linebacker. Yeah. Center and running back. Yeah. Right. So see, it all depends on how how it mixes. Exactly. Then it also also depends on, you know, you get to round two and you took a, you know, let's say you take the running back, take a running back in round one. Then you get to round two and then it's like, you think maybe you'd like to get this way, but again, what happens when guys fall? Somebody that you had yeah. in your top, you know, 40 is sitting there when you're drafting at 55. Yeah. Yeah. You take them. Yeah. And like I got I got harassed on the preview Thursday night where I said I that I had to pick what position. I said I want the Steelers to be set up to where they don't have to take a position and they truly could go best player available. Uh, right. we, we've got another super chat here I want to get to. Think yep, if you have it. another one. I might have another crazy one that we, we could throw out there. But we got $5 from John Knox. $5 from John Knox. Um, in the tip chart, thank you. He says, hey, Dave, give some mid-round Steeler success rates or or such like you do. Like how they do with the just – Come on, you put me on the spot. I'll be honest with you. Um, I got called out, not called out, but I was given a challenge by one Brian Anthony Davis about looking at how the Steelers draft and everything compared to the rest of the NFL. Um, And I'll just tell you this, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So the Steelers do have some good mid-round success. I mean, here's the the question. You're going to find out even more of it pretty soon. Like Cam Sutton was a third-round pick. I have a feeling after 2021, we're going to have an, a much better idea what kind of a third-round pick Camp Sutton was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I still – Kevin Dotson's another one. I mean, right now, he already looks like he was a steal in the fourth round. Yep. Let's give him a year as the starter, and hopefully we can still say the same thing at this time next year. Um, they They get some – the draft is so – hit or miss up and down the whole thing. I mean, obviously the higher the pick, the chances are that the player can stick, but we know that's not the, not necessarily the case. I mean, for, you know, for, for every Peyton Manning, there's the Ryan leaf taken right after him, you know, yeah. for mm-hmm. every Andrew luck, there's also a Jamarcus Russell. I mean, even last year, what number pick was it for the Titans? I don't even remember with their offensive linemen. 
that they ended up trading away for nothing to the Dolphins, who then cut him. I mean, first-round draft pick from 2020 and doesn't even have a team right now. So it's interesting, you know? It it is. And, you know, you're Mm -hmm. sitting there talking about different things, you know. For every 1974 Steelers draft, you can go look up and find a draft. 1975 Steelers draft. Exactly. (laughs) I spent a lot of of time here since the season ended going back and just looking through every single draft that the Steelers have done. Yeah. And they have years where guys hit and, and, you know, and play and have – long NFL career, sometimes some of it with the mm-hmm. Steelers and some elsewhere, but guys that, you know, they yeah. were, it was like, yep, you know, you can't argue with that pick. And they have years where they've had one guy maybe play at all for anybody. Yeah. So. It, Dean McCray says it here, says about 10 first round picks are busts. I think he's saying yeah. each year and he's probably about, that's probably close. I'd say at least eight event you know you would call them and now the thing is you could say that they're a bust but it doesn't mean that they didn't that they didn't have any nfl career it's just they don't live up anywhere close to what what you expect i've got i've got that coming um chances are that's going to be our stat the the stat geek podcast on thursday morning comparing numerically how the Steelers have have fared i'm still in the midst of it and i found some pretty interesting stuff so far right now yeah, like John Knox says, the fine bust, though. You know? I, I look at it more mm-hmm. as don't live up to expectation of draft position. Exactly. I don't like to talk Same about a bust. Terrell I like Edmonds. To talk about- Terrell Edmonds is the, is the perfect example. If he was not selected in the first round, Steelers Nation would love him. But they're still upset that the Steelers took him when they did. And he had a decent season last year. And there's still right. people that are out there screaming, they just got to do something to get rid of Edmonds. Why? He's a he's doing a great job with Micah Fitzpatrick back there. And he's uh, he's got weaknesses, but he's also got strengths. So right. the problem is people just want him gone. And I did this article two years ago. I'm like, if I switched him and Mason Rudolph. I said, if you put Mason Rudolph in the first round and 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 Terrell Edmonds in the third round, people would be more likely to think Rudolph could be the guy simply because he was drafted in the first round. And people would think that Terrell Edmonds was a great player and the perfect, you know, stealer story by being taken in the third round. So yeah, there's there's a lot of we all a lot set, of we all set our expectations not only on how guys play, but where they were drafted. Yeah, where they were drafted. We you're you're exactly right. So I got some stuff coming out with draft. I also did my own top ten, or not top ten, top five Steelers compensatory draft picks of all time. So you know you could look at them as mid round because they don't start to the end of the third round. And the number one was obvious. It was one Heinz Ward. Um, it went mm-hmm. Heinz Ward, William Gay, James Connor. I put him up there because I know people are like, oh Connor, but he was a Pro Bowler in 2018. You've got to look at it that way. I had Calvin Beecham. I had Vince Williams. I had honorable mention of Mike Vrabel because he had a great NFL career, just not with the Steelers. He couldn't 
crack that starting lineup. And then I also had Alex Highsmith because the verdict's still out on him. So those are some some other decent mid-round picks. So, Rich, do you, do you have another con- – or do you want to get to some questions? Oh, I don't care. Um, we're going to take, take – the show where you want to go. We're going to take maybe 10 minutes to see if we can answer a question or two. Now that, boom, that's in the chat now. Um, I'll look at it from that point on. And then we'll get to our big question that we ask you all. And then then we'll call it a show, right? Um, I lost where I was. Okay, questions. So, okay. Um, Someone, see, they were saying, would you call Heinz Ward a mid-round pick? A third-round comp pick. He was 92. To me. If he was a comp pick. Yeah. Yeah, but see, this, at the see, end of the third, that's basically the beginning of the fourth. But there was only 30 teams there. Right. That's the difference. Like now, that's I true. would say anyone over pick 100 is a is a is a is a mid-round pick. And so I would put him right on the cusp there. So um yeah. So if you have any questions, throw them here in the live chat. We'll take a few of them here for a few minutes. Um so now people were listing people they think were were busts like we're busts. Jarvis, Jarvis some people, Jones. Well, some, yeah. Somebody asked, you know, would you consider Bud Dupree a bust? No. No. He got a big contract think, somewhere else. Correct. And I also would say okay. I also would say that, you know, in terms of, of Bud Dupree, um after year one or two, people were probably leaning bust. But as he continued on, no. Yeah, to me, get it. Okay. I'll bring it up in a second, but just say about a bust. Some people mentioned Ziggy Hood. That one's kind of iffy. I look at the reason I put Jarvis Jones in the in the El Busto categories because never played with anyone else after their rookie contract with the Steelers. Yeah, never, never, never caught on. So here we go. $10 from Felicia. Hey, Felicia. Um, hey. Into, the, into the tip jar. She says, Almighty Oracle of BTSE. Dave, can you let us know ahead of time what games you, big bro, with Kyle, um, hopefully bad, uh, and, and that what games are going to so we can all tailgate. LOL, I can't get those ground tickets like you. Um, you can sit up with me, Felicia, up in the nosebleeds. Yeah, that's you I'm can at. sit up sit up there with, with Rich. So <laughs> I will be honest with you. I would love to let people know what games I'm going to. There's a lot of factors. One, they've got to have, you know, a decent capacity of fans in the stands. I don't know. They hope to have everything full. Don't know if it'll be full. Don't know how it's going, you know. I'm right. not going to look at September and say that I think I have a definitive answer now. So that will change things Two, They've got to release the schedule, but I'm telling you, I'm not going to drop and go to a game like the week before and be like, Oh yeah, you know, I'll probably know well ahead of time. I'm probably not going to know when individual tickets go on sale though. So it's not like I can do that. There's some people that are in the live chat that have talked to me. I know um, Solarverse is a new um, season ticket holder now. Uh, with the Steelers, actually in my section, I helped him find good seats in my section. Really? Good so yeah, you. I said, hey, I said, hey, look, look at these, look at these. So, uh, so there we go. So let's look at. Have you seen any questions yet? I was too busy at, at talking to Felicia. Okay. Yep. Hold on. Yep. We had a couple. We got Marky. We got Marky D. Okay. Um. Said good day, blokes. Happy B day, big bro. Um. Then said I could Google it. However, have the Steelers ever had the number one draft pick? Yes, they have. And who right. did they draft, Dave? 
They drafted one, one Terrence Bradshaw. That is correct. So that was that's the last time they had the number one overall pick. So I think they've had it before, but that was the last one. I would have to go back and look at that historically. Um, here's one I think that was before Felicia's. How many comp picks do the Steelers have right now for next year? The answer to that, from what I've been able to figure out, is two. Yeah. Um, because I know some people are saying, oh, they're not going to have any because they signed these guys. It, there's, they've signed a lot of guys that are under the veteran veteran salary benefit. They don't qualify as compensatory free agents. But the Steelers also thought they lost Tyson Alualu, and then they didn't. So at one right. point they were they were set up for four. Right now you're looking of players that count, lost three, gained one. Um, Joe Haig is going to count. And the three that they lost, of course, were um, Dupree, Filer, and Hilton. So it looks like Haig will count, cancel Hilton as we speak. And we're looking at – chances are we're looking at Dupree as a three and Filer as a five. So, and you find any other questions there? All right. Bobby Broca Sr. If Lance or Fields fall to say Chicago or Washington, would you be on the phone if you're Colbert? Um, to move up to get them? I, 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 there's no harm in making a call because even if you make the call, doesn't mean you have to, doesn't mean you have to pay what they're asking. Exactly. I could, you know, if, Frankly, Washington, if the, those guys are there for Washington, Washington's not giving up that pick. They're going to take somebody. Um, so it would all depend on who it was. And where. I I wouldn't be opposed to making those calls because what do the Steelers generally do, as we've said? They draft for their 2022 needs as much as anything. Yep. So right now with Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger only under contract for one more season, you could say that is a need, but that's still for debate how that's going to go. Um, Andrew Wobar says, do you guys have any sleepers you guys have fallen in love with during the draft process? You probably, have you looked into it that much? Not really. Um, I have more mid-round guys. Like, honestly, Kellen Mond, the quarterback, taking, I know, mock draft, I took him as the fourth-round comp pick. Got a cannon, you know, take a flyer. Um there um there's an inside linebacker from michigan i can't remember his name i think i've taken him in the third round in some drafts um but not at, i mean last year i had more names i wanted to see later than i even had this year because i had to focus on names later on because the Steelers didn't have a first round pick last year right so um i'll ask you this one this is from sherry richards rich um would you trade back in the first and then trade back up in the second or third we kind of already mentioned a kind of already mentioned that yeah and you could. Yeah. I would prefer that. I would prefer if you're going to gain capital by trading back to use that capital to trade up. Trade back. I'm up. even okay yeah. if they trade back and gain capital for next year. Where they could possibly gotcha. to trade up. Cree wants to know this. Outside of wide receivers, what position would you not take in the draft? Because neither kicker. one of us had wide receiver. You said kicker. Kicker. No, that's that's cheating. Me. Even more than what I wouldn't be shocked if they go wide receiver because they do it so often. I'm going defensive line. Yeah. They're that's where I am too because we carried, didn't take anybody there. They carried one extra guy all last season and all of them are back. Yep. They carried an extra guy and all of them are back. That's a position. That's a good question, Cree. Um, some of these are people just part of the discussion, which are good. Um, 
And then Andrew Here. asked this. We said, yeah. um, what position of need could you guys see us not addressing at all in the draft? You, I, I'm going to get slaughtered for this. Yeah. But I would much rather see the Steelers not draft a running back than the, for them to draft one in round five. <laughs> or uh, <not>. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. You know? That's, um, that's, I was leaning that direction thinking, well, yeah, running back. Because don't, don't stretch and take a running back or don't take someone just because you mm-hmm. feel we got to put another body in the room. Yeah, I mean – and and that really is the thing. Now, if they really like somebody like a Chubba Hubbard that they're going to take later because they think that that's their guy, but that's what they've been doing is taking a guy that they think is better than where they're getting him and taking him in the fourth round. I think they did it with Snell. I think I feel like that's what they did with McFarland. And it's like we say, definition of insanity. You know, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. But um, that's why I said running back. But I also think that would. I don't like it, but I can see it happening because I've mentioned it in my article today. If you could only take a center or a running back in this draft, I'm taking a center yep, because me too. a good line can make an average running back look good. A great running back can look bad because of a bad offensive line. It's just ultimately how it goes. Um, I'm going to do, we're going to do one more. I haven't even looked past okay. this one. Before we get into our big question, would you take Najee or an OLB in the first round? I'd take Najee. I would not take an OLB in the first round. I would over, not take an OLB. over Najee. Um, now, if I first I read that as ILB, there's a couple ILBs I would take over Najee, but um, yeah, but mainly guys that I wouldn't expect to be there. If you know what I mean. So, all right, we're going to get to. Did you want to ask the big question, or are you going to let me ask it? I'm going to let you ask the big question. Okay. We already asked it. Honestly, well, I got to bring this up just because it said this and I needed to clear the other one off. Um, we already asked it. Give me the three positions the Steelers are going to take in day one and two. Now, don't put it up yet because I'm going to have it up here. Uh, oh, I spelled positions wrong. That's going to be bad. Um, there. Um, it's up there. It's up. It's in there. Give me if a, a breathing would be good. Rich and I did it. We gave some different combinations. Give me three positions that you could see the Steelers going with that after Friday night, we're saying, oh, they've drafted this, this, and this. Um, it's just for fun because there's some great combinations out there. Um, here you go. Steel dog 88. He was ready for it. Center tight end running back. Got to be the right tight end there. Okay. Um, Gyro says running back center receiver. Okay. This is never ender, right? Am I getting it right now? Correct. All right. Yep. Um, offensive. I cheated with offensive line. Come on. Be specific. Be, I should have said that beforehand, so I can't give you that hard of a time. Offensive line, running back, linebacker. And notice he said LB. He didn't say ILB or OLB. <laughs> that's that's kind of a uh, we, we accused Jeff of cheating that way. Um, a couple weeks ago. Cree says center running back tackle. I could totally see that one. Okay. Money bags, running back center linebacker. Okay. Nevius. Is that right? Nevius Ashton, who had yep. the last question that we had running back center and corner. See corner still that curious one that if the, that if one of those guys dropped, yeah, I, no. I, I could see them doing it just because, and then coming out in the press conference saying, Hey, I'm sorry. You know, we don't usually get, 
top 10, top 15 talent that we can draft at the cornerback position because of where we're always drafted. So when you're drafted at 24 and you have the chance to get that talent, you know, that kind of talent, the cornerback, you've got to step up and take it. Doesn't that sound like exactly what Mike Tomlin would say? Yeah, so it sounds exactly <laughs> like what Mike Tomlin would say. Okay. Uh, Jeff Kuhn says tackle, running back, center. That's a that's a common one. I would not be shocked at that one. Okay. Let's toast. Middle linebacker, running back, and some sort of offensive lineman. Yeah, that, that's intriguing. Inside linebacker, center, running back. Okay. All these are all these are making sense. Running back, center, tight end. Okay. Offensive tackle, running back, edge from Donald. I can see the one. Sorry, the one before was Justin Conway. I forgot to give him credit for that. Okay. And I don't know if I gave George credit for his, George Teston. I got to remember to read the names. Yeah. Okay. Steeler Nation yeah. 412, running back, wide receiver, center. Okay. John Moore says running back, center. He's going very specific. He's going left tackle. Left gotta tackle. Like got to like that. Okay, Lumberzack 94, offensive tackle, center, inside linebacker. Okay. <laughs> and Andrew, I'm only going to bring this up because he is one of our contributors at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, the one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. He threw out names. Tackle, Darisol, running back, Javante Williams, center, Trey Hill, he hopes. I'd be happy with those three picks right there. I really would be. Um Reginald says running back center outside linebacker. Okay. Uh Never Ender was happy because I said his name right. Okay. Um, um Dean McCray says inside linebacker center tackle. Um, here's one. I was waiting for it to come, and I already mentioned him here earlier tonight. Solarverse, quarterback if one falls, center and running back. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, Kathy, longtime listener. Always says that we're there for her education. Um, I'm assuming that she's oh CR, I guess, is center. Sorry, I almost said cornerback. Um, center, running back, inside linebacker. Is that what you that that's how I take it? Sure, uh, sure, yep. take it. Yep. Uh Richard says um offensive line, inside linebacker, and quarterback. Yeah. Master of puppets, left tackle, center, tight end. Putting guys on the line of scrimmage on offense. There you go. Uh oh, wait, we already got that one. Um we got Eric says tackle center running back. Now, like I said, I didn't tell people they had to put them in order. So these are these are kind of kind of interesting. Um, Bobby says center running back middle like linebacker says they've talked to a ton of middle linebackers, um, and then he says, but here's a corner if Farley falls, they're going to take that. I can see that. I, I can see that as well. Um, Clarence says running back inside linebacker and center. <laughs> One of our Aussie blokes. Uh, Mark quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. It's a quarterback league. It's like if no other team can draft the nose tackles and stack them up. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Remember Madden doing that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sherry's a center, running back, outside linebacker. Uh, what is that? 27 Sin City. Okay. Linebacker, cornerback, defensive coordinator. <laughs> defensive coordinator. <laughs> I got eleven. Mike O'Malley chiming in like like every week. Uh, center, running back, left tackle. You know, being specific. Okay, uh, Eric might have said that. I, th I think we already had him. Awesome yep, stuff. Got to get his stuff in here. Uh, running back, middle linebacker, and somewhere on the offensive line. Steeler chick forty six. Center, inside linebacker, running back. Um, 
Kyle Smith, inside linebacker, running back center. I could see him going in that order. I really could. That that would be crazy. Um, but it all depends on who's there and when. So and that's really and I like this one. Eric throws best in another available. best available. Best okay. available, best available, best available. Best available. Yeah, yeah. I I like that. You know, at least go best available for the first round. That's really, really helpful when you don't have to handcuff yourself to take a certain position. I yep. don't want the Steelers to have to take a running back in round one. I don't want them to have to. I'm okay if they do. I just don't want them to have to. You don't want them to have right. to do anything. So, Rich, I know we still got time for the draft. I feel like we've done this show, and it, it, it should be – we should have done this two days before the draft. But – um, this is kind of how it goes right now. So this this was a lot of fun just talking about, you know, positions, not really going into specific players. Um, no, we should we should record. Yeah, make sure we got this show somewhere because yeah, three yeah. weeks from now I'll probably disagree with everything I said. And you know, you know what? <laughs> One free agent signing. The Steelers go out and sign a tight end. Boom, that's off my list. Right. You know? It's just you know. Mm-hmm. I said if the Steelers picked up a running back, boom, it'd be off my list. They picked up one last week, but not one that I felt was um, that would be inserted towards the top of the depth chart for me. So that's why I still don't feel that way. Because that's the thing. I mean, the Steelers could pick up a tight end. I know someone said I didn't mention Dax Raymond. Um, that's a guy that was, you know, just trying to catch on with teams last year. So. You know, it's sometimes you can find a diamond in the rough, but you can't just com- completely depend on that diamond in the rough guy. So, right. um, but we're still coming at you here with with all the podcasts. We have our same lineup. Of course, things will be a little bit different during the draft. We are working on how that's going to pan out to so we can even let you all know uh, what to expect with the draft. You're going to be getting um, some extra shows. Obviously, we're not going to have our regular YouTube shows because we'll have other shows in their place um, on the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of the draft, but we'll have some other things and we'll, we'll announce that stuff when we have that all, you know, set better for you all. So you will be ready Um, in case you don't catch it. When we let you know, make sure you're subscribing to the YouTube channel, turning on the notifications, get that ding or whatever it is that whenever BTSC is going live. So that way you can join us. Um, Make sure you're checking all the audio podcasts and of course, visiting BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Rich, anything you want to say here tonight before we head out? Um, no, just everybody hang in there. I know it's going to be a long wait for the draft to get here, but it'll get here, yeah. and then we'll have so much to talk about. Um, and then you'll get tired of hearing us no, yeah. nobody ever gets tired of hearing us before you know it we're going to be you, in the, we're going to be in the ultimate dead zone of the nfl season which is june yeah <laughs> we'll we'll be in june, we'll be like oh what are we going to do <laughs> yeah in the beginning in the beginning of july but hey we're going to be here through all of it we're going to be coming at you every tuesday night the two of us and who knows what the topic will be next week but we'll be here how about you rich I can't wait. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. 
Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.